Hello and welcome to Behind the Bearcat. This is the podcast where the Northwest Missouri State University Career Services Office chats with Northwest faculty, staff, students, alumni, and friends to hear about their career journeys, how they got to where they are, and how they became Bearcats. I'm Career Services Assistant Director Travis Klein. And I'm Hannah Christian, the Director of Career Services here at Northwest. And today, I have been informed this is our first repeat guest. Please welcome Grace Stevens. Welcome back, Grace. Career Services Specialist now. Update for everyone. (laughs) Life update. We liked Grace so much, we could not let her go. So as soon as she graduated, well, a little bit after she graduated, we hired her back. And very excited to have you on the team. So welcome. I'm excited to be here. All right. So you talked to us before and kind of gave us a little bit of, you know, previous Grace plans where you were at. So I guess now what I am so excited for and very interested in hearing about is kind of that transition from college student to, you know, your first professional job to make it a little bit easier. Can you tell us the story, uh, maybe picking up from like Grace graduating and then coming forward? So to be quite honest, when I hit graduation, um, I was a mess about like, I don't know what I'm going to do after this, like freaking out. Like, I don't know where I want to go after this. I don't know if I really want to use my degree in the the way that I thought that I did, um, which I'm sure. Let's go back. What degree were you just for those who didn't watch the first one? (laughs) That's a good point. I got a degree in public relations. And I think a lot of seniors in college can kind of relate. Honestly, every single uh, senior that I have talked to this year has had very similar experiences. But it's funny because at the time, I felt that I was like completely alone in it because that's really how it feels at the time. So after graduation, I took the summer to full-time nanny for my aunt and uncle and their children. And it gave me time to reflect, which was great. And um, I'm very grateful that I got that experience as well. And then around, I would say June, I got a call, several texts from members of this office saying that there was a full-time position opening up and uh, they were, you know, encouraging me to apply. And I loved working in this office my senior year. It was one of the highlights of my senior year. And I felt like I learned so much and I enjoyed working with everyone here. And I knew I wanted to be in Maryville for another year at least. So I applied and we did the whole interview process. I drove from Omaha to Maryville uh, to be here for the in-person interview of the day of, and then drove directly back and went right back to watching children (laughs) and ended up getting the position. So that was kind of the start of beginning this position. I don't know any more specifics I should be including. I'm probably missing a million things, but How did you approach the interview process since you'd already worked in the office? Great question. Since this is a career services podcast, (laughs) I definitely use that to my advantage. I will say I knew the culture of this office um, and how things work here, how people interact with each other, the type of workflow that you two like. And so I definitely use that to my advantage. I also think it's a lot easier to be comfortable in an interview when you've already worked 
for a full year with the people that are interviewing you. So shout out for all internship experiences there, like Mm -hmm. (laughs) part of gaining internship experiences, understanding the culture and, and knowing if you're a good fit in it. Yes, a thousand percent. So if you're in that position, I definitely encourage you to use that experience to your benefit if you do decide to apply for a full-time job from your internship. So with that interview experience, honestly, I think that was probably the best interview I've ever given because I felt so prepared and comfortable, but also just because the process, at least how Hannah and Travis were doing it at the time, was very clear in what I needed to prepare and the materials I should have, the type of questions they were going to be answering or asking that I should be prepared to answer. So that did make the process easier because I felt like even the questions that I didn't know, I felt like, okay, I've, it's almost like a Miss Universe pageant. Like you don't know exactly (laughs) what questions they're going to ask you, but you feel like, okay, I'm prepared to speak on things. And I practiced with a friend in Omaha several times before I did the first interview, which was kind of like screener interview over zoom and then you know returned for the in-person one and i had to give a presentation for that one and if you know anything about me i'm not scared of public speaking but i will say i was putting a lot of pressure on myself for that presentation so i gave a presentation on a short history of public libraries which we'll get back to that point in a minute but to be quite honest i walked out of that interview feeling like, okay, even if I'm not the fit that they want for this position, I've done the best that I can do. Like, I feel like I rocked that interview. So even if I don't get the job, I feel like that was such a good experience because I have such a confidence boost from it. So yeah, drove back to Omaha feeling pretty good that day. And you did rock that interview. So congratulations. (laughs) That was was fantastic. That was a very, very memorable presentation and a really good kind of overall just kind of you were comfortable and that comfort is such an such an important part of interviewing that we don't ever talk about but you know if you're uncomfortable then it makes the person who you're interacting with uncomfortable too so when it's everybody's comfortable it's so much easier so i'm interested you you came back to maryville after you know being away for the summer and now you're a full-time employee who's actually supervising the students because we're co-supervising the CAs now so what was it like transitioning from being an intern in an office to being the boss of the some of the folks that you used to work with was it an odd thing? Was it, you know, kind of an adjustment for you? How did you how did you handle that transition? Yeah, I would say odd is probably a good way to put it. I don't know any of my other 21-year-old <laughs> overachievers out there that are currently supervising people that are the same age as them, but it's definitely not an easy task because I'm still learning a lot too. And I think stepping into a full-time role, I was lucky enough to at least get, I think I had probably like three weeks around there um, in the office before the students returned. And so I kind of got to brace myself a little bit (laughs) um, for the supervisor role, but it definitely is, you know, it's an odd experience having someone be your peer and then suddenly, you know, you're supposed to be guiding them and telling them what to do and knowing all of the answers. So I definitely think it's been a very grounding experience because you learn very quickly, like even the people who you think know all the answers are still just like, 
there with you trying to figure things out as much as you are. And also literally working as a student employee and then transitioning to be a full-time staff member at a university is like night and day. So much kudos to the supervisors I have had on campus during my entire time as a student who made my experience so smooth that like I didn't realize all of the processes that happen on the back end of that to make sure that students can be paid and, you know, are working legally. (laughs) So kudos to all of my uh, previous supervisors for doing that, because honestly, it is not an easy thing. And everyone has made it look so easy. So I'm striving to do the same. I don't know if I'm succeeding, but doing my best. So not to hop off the track of that, but can we revisit before I forget the public library's comment? Yes, I would love to. So what I didn't mention is that during the end of my senior year of college, I made the decision, you know, I'm going to take a gap year. And after my gap year, I'm going to start doing grad school to get my master's in library and information sciences. And so when I had started nannying, that was pretty much just to give myself time to be able to find some sort of job or, you know, financial stability for the next year is pretty much what I was thinking until I can start grad school. And then once I start grad school, I'll have financial aid and I'll get it figured out. So that was kind of my plan. And then obviously hearing that there was a full-time position in this office kind of changed things for me. So the plan is still to start grad school. Hopefully in this upcoming August, I hear back about my acceptance in March and I'm planning on taking those classes part-time while I continue to work in this office full-time. And I think it really did work out like the best that it could have because So much of the time, I feel like if I don't have my life planned out at least six months in advance, I'm like failing as a human being. So that like part of my life, that last few months of my senior year was really scary for me because I was like, I don't know, I'm just going to have to jump and see what happens. Um, And I'm so happy with where I landed. So I could not be more grateful for how things worked out, honestly. So you and Travis, kudos to both both of you just hired your new fresh incoming students, right? So these students really haven't worked with you as a student. This will be the first group that will be coming in as a supervisor, right? You're just the supervisor. You're not Grace, the intern as well. Talk me through that experience, training new students, hiring new students. Well, besides trying to get them to work legally and to pay them. (laughs) Yes. And all of that. I will say that after going through so many interview experiences as the one being interviewed, coming at it from a hiring manager perspective for the first time literally feels like you're playing God. It is the (laughs) craziest experience because it's like, oh, it starts to feel so intense. Like this is life or death, even though it's like, it's just a job, but it really does feel really intense because it's like, you know, this could change the path of someone's life. You don't know. Working in career services definitely changed the trajectory of my life. I would not even be thinking about grad school if I hadn't worked in this office. So I would say going through this process for the first time, I'm very grateful to have had Travis with me and have someone that I'm learning with. And when we make mistakes, we're able to kind of like brush each other off. And it's like, that's all right. We'll get it next time, that kind of thing. Because it really does feel like 
it's like the imposter syndrome. Like, am I qualified to do this? Do I really know what I'm doing? Especially when it comes to the interviewing process, because it was my first time conducting that sort of thing and trying to like figure out what are the qualifying factors that we're looking for and the people we want to hire and that kind of thing. As far as training goes, you know, we're still kind of in the process. We've just started the semester, but so far I'm really enjoying training all of the new people. It's definitely not like an easy task, like training. We have, what is it? Seven new CAs? Seven. Yep. Training seven new people is not easy. And and all different levels too. Yes. So, you know, we have second <laughs> semester freshmen to last semester seniors and kind of everything in between. So it's it's tough that way too. They're not all the same. They're all different right. backgrounds. We have a really diverse staff, which is awesome, but it also makes training more of a challenge. So yes, I'll say it's like definitely an experience in meeting people where they're at. And I definitely think like I've always thought of myself as a very empathetic person which Hannah teases me about all the time because it's not like Clifton Strength's top five results. But I definitely think like working in this position and supervising people and training them for the first time has taught me a new level of empathy because you really do have to like, people have lives outside of this office and you have to accommodate for that if you want them to be able to show up and do good work. Because otherwise, you know, if you act like they don't and ignore it, then there's just not any way that they're going to be able to, you know, work with you. So it's been a learning experience all around a hundred percent. And I've been very thankful to have you through this process too, because just as much as, you know, you've had me to lean on, I've had you to lean on and it's been, been really good. And we're not technically new supervisors until we go through the training on Thursday. So we've still got, that's true. still got a few more days by the that's time this true. comes out, we'll have completed it. So we'll be officially official by then. So, so you mentioned you like having like at least six months planned out. So you mentioned grad schools in the future. So tell us about those plans. You know, what, what are the, what's, what's going to happen in the near future for Grace? It's really a great thing feeling to be finally like done with my undergrad. And now it's kind of like the world is my oyster because I feel like since middle school, probably my end goal has been like, okay, I'm going to graduate college and get a job I like. And that's it. Like that was like end goal for me. And now I've done that and I get to continue like making goals for myself. So that's like really fun. So hopefully... (laughs) I'll be starting grad school in the fall. I am starting to think about like housing situations uh, now that I work an adult job and I can, you know, afford to house myself in not a college house. So that's really nice. And I'm hoping to complete my master's in three years. We're going to shoot for that. Maybe don't quote me because the program if you complete it as a full-time student, is meant to be two years. And since I'm doing it part-time, it's going to take me a little bit longer. But again, I think that if I become too stagnant, I'm definitely going to get restless. And as much as I love working in this office, I know that if I keep my eye on the prize, like I always have done in the past, I know that like I'm going to get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to take the next step and, you know, take that next leap. So I'm hoping that after completing my master's, I'll be able to become a librarian in hopefully a place outside of the Midwest is what I'm hoping at the moment. And my reasoning behind that is because I've lived in the Midwest my entire life. I'm from Iowa and I've obviously been going to college in Missouri. 
And I feel like the United States is unique in that there are so many different cultural backgrounds and like geographical places to like it's just such a diverse place both like with the people and its environment which I find fascinating and so I feel like I would kind of be jipping myself if I didn't explore more of that outside of the Midwest as much as I love my Midwesterners my Iowa nice I feel like I would regret it if I was you know 70 years old and sitting in a farmhouse in Iowa and you know I never got to explore anything outside of that so traveling traveling and working in other places perhaps yes. in the near in the in the mid distant future yes hopefully <laughs> everyone should do that it gives you good perspective i'm really curious what is the most surprising thing about being a full-time staff member I mean, in that transition, what what surprised you the most about working in career services full-time versus being a student employee here? I think probably what surprised me the most is that the structure of working 40 hours a week has actually like provided me more time to be able to pursue like my hobbies and interests than I ever thought I would be able to as a student. I feel like there's kind of um, an unsaid like message as a college student that you're going to graduate, you're going to get a full-time job, and that's it. You're not going to have any more goals. You're not going to have any time for anything. Like Good luck with anything outside of your job. And while that might be how some professions are, I have been pleasantly surprised in that starting my full-time job here, I come to work and I do my work and I do my best to do it well. And then I get to go home and I- And there's no homework. There's no homework. There's no homework. (laughs) Uh, There's no clubs and activities. No tests either. No tests. (laughs) I'm currently not married and I don't have kids. So obviously that would change that aspect of things. But I think as a college student, there is kind of a mindset of like, do it now because it's college and YOLO and all of that. And it's like, now that I've graduated and I'm working full time, the structure has been really good for me, for my workflow, for my mental health. And I think that really surprised me because there is such like a mindset when you're in college that you're going to hate your office job and, you know, you have to do something that's very unique and like, I don't know, you have to be traveling for your job to like it and all of this stuff. And I just, I don't know. I love my job right now. So I'm happy with where I'm at. I think that's a good point that a lot of college grads don't think about is when you're interviewing for jobs, you you know, you mentioned you knew the culture of the office, you knew what you were getting into because you'd worked here. But if you don't, talking about work-life balance, office culture is so important because we as an office, we don't want you to feel like you're chained to your desk or you hate that. None of us win if that's what happens. So culturally, we don't want that here. 
but there are places where that is, you know, it's, you got to grind, you got to work 60, 80 hours a week to be able to, you know, get the appreciation that you deserve. So I think asking about that as a young professional is really important, but you don't know that you need to ask for it till you've been in a bad situation where you don't want to repeat that. So that's good advice for any of you that are going to graduate and start looking for full-time jobs is, you know, ask about that work-life balance, ask about that culture, because it makes a huge difference in overall happiness, not just with work, but with life. Because if you if you hate your job, that's you spend a lot of time with your job and your coworkers and hating it's not a pleasant experience. So, all right. Well, excellent. Like I said, Grace, you, we Grace. don't want to take your time any more than we have because I know we have students, but thank you so much for being our first repeat guest. And we are so happy to have you as part of the team. And I'm very happy to have you as my partner to help run the CAs this, this year as we try and figure all this stuff out. So thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, that will do it for this episode of Behind the Bearcat. And we'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.